Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello and welcome to Small Business School. I'm your host, Stacey Millard. I'm bringing you a solo episode today that I think is so fun. I get asked this question often, um, but I got reminded of it the other day and I wanted to share it all with you. So the question that I got asked is, if you were going to start a business in this day and age, what business would you be starting? Also, I got asked if you were looking to buy a business, what kind of business would you be looking to buy? Um, I have some thoughts on buying a business that most small businesses are not created intentionally to in order to be sold, right? So there's not actually a lot of value there. Um, maybe that's for a different episode on creating value to sell, but I have some opinions on that. I think it's harder to find a small business that I think is really set up well to uh, be purchased. So today I'm going to focus on what kind of business would I start um, in this day and age. Now, there's a few things that I notice, but personally, this is based on my risk tolerance. This is based on what I um, currently see in the marketplace. So currently, if I was going to be starting a business, I'm not sure that I would be looking to start a product-based business. I think that there is a really different sense of business in the retail world right now. I think that there's a lot of ups and down challenges. Um, one with like inventory, with shipping costs. I would really, if I was going to be starting a product-based business, I would want to know that number one, I could do it for cheap. I need to have amazing margins on my product. Number two, I would need to be also doing it in a way that could be shipped very inexpensively. So um, I'm thinking like, you know, I know people that are starting up food product based businesses, and their biggest concern is like, well, I have I'm limited to selling only in grocery stores, because my shipping cost is so high. But like, you know, there's still a shipping cost to getting it to the grocery store. And when you limit your sales channels, I think that creates its own problems. So something that could be shipped easily, it has to be drastically different than something that's already on the market. And you really have to have those connections in place in order to um, sell quickly. The other thing that could work is like if you're, you know, doing a side hustle is if you have a really unique way of bringing people together, you could do um, print on demand until you've gotten enough eyes on your business to do something um, where you purchase the stock because print and demand, the, the costs, the startup costs are very low, but the margins are also low. You're not making much on every product and you have to consider that. Um, especially if you're offering returns, because if you're only making, you know, three or $4 a t-shirt, when somebody returns a $30 t-shirt, you had to make 10 sales that are not getting returned just to break even on this one that does. How do you resell that shirt? Right? So Anyways, that is what I'm thinking in terms of product-based businesses is like, how do you make this work and how do you make it profitable? So 
I personally don't have any ideas right now. Since I was very little, I always wanted to be like that person who came up with the greatest next invention. Um, I don't have that. So for me, I'm sticking away from that. Um, I know we have our product-based business, but I am very much looking at like, how do we create community from this over and over again? I noticed that nobody really has anything specifically that competes with how we've, um, crafted that business in the past. So I feel okay about that, but I'm really looking at like at more than that. How do we create community? The other piece is whether you're a product-based business or you're a service-based business, I'm looking at it in terms of like, how do you create recurring revenue? So how do you have a system that you're creating sales every single month, no matter what? So, um, you know, for our product-based business, I'm looking at, do we start a subscription box? Like, what do we have? Do we have an app that goes with our product? Um, this is a really interesting trend. Like I was looking at alarm clocks. I wanted a sleep alarm clock that gets brighter, um, at wake up time. And even they literally have it so that you like buy into the community when you buy the alarm clock or it's optional, but you're buying in, you're like, okay, I'm going to, you know, get these new meditations every month. Like they're looking at ways to have recurring revenue. And I think that's different. So that is something I'm considering. Hey, phenomenal entrepreneurs. Have you ever caught yourself saying it's lonely at the top? That's because you haven't met the small business club, the wonderland where business brains and hearty laughs collide. At the small business club, we connect, we support, we laugh and maybe shed a tear or two because entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. It's not just about swapping business cards, though. We're trading jokes, wisdom and some mildly embarrassing stories of our startup blunders. The small business club is where your business grows and your circle of friends does too. And hey, it's it's all online. It's free. It's fun. It's fabulous. Join the small business club now because behind every successful entrepreneur, there's a group chat hyping them up. Click the link in the show notes to be added to the list. So you're aware of all the dates where we meet and come find your community. The other thing is, is I'm looking at service-based businesses. I think they're the easiest way right now to scale a business because we have a lot of people who need things done. I'm looking to see like, okay, what do people need? So for example, in general, I think the marketing industry that there's like a ton of people out there providing marketing services. Um, and it takes a lot of work to stand out in that business right now. That being said, um, where I am, a marketing business could actually do well because people want to know the people that they work with. And there's nobody here doing social media and marketing. There's nobody providing, um, these like in-person, you know, filming sessions and things like that. So I actually think that a service provider who's doing something here where I am locally could actually do really well. So that is the other point is I think you need to look at your specific geography, what makes up your business landscape where you are located and be able to ask like, how are we over or under serving this, you know, area that I'm good at. The other thing is, is I'm looking at service based businesses in terms of things that um, are repeatable. So for example, nothing against my people who do websites, but like, you don't need necessarily a person to like, recreate a website constantly. And if that's all you do, if you don't do the maintenance in between, then it's hard to keep that client and you're constantly hunting. And like, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be like constantly looking for new clients. It's exhausting. I really want to serve the ones that I have well when they come into my world. So that's the other thing I'm looking at is like, how is it repeatable? So I got asked, 
you know, would you start an IT company that serves um, people in that industry? Like, absolutely. But when I'm starting a service-based business, I'm looking at how do I help people in a way that is repeatable every month or every week or, you know, quarterly, but how do I help people with something that, um, you know, I can stay in their world instead of like one and done and constantly trying to attract and like maybe trying to, you know, start serving people outside my own community. But I'm looking at how can I do something that's in, um, uh, keeps me in people's world. So I think right now service-based businesses are an amazing way to do that. Um, and then I also would encourage you to look at your own network. So what we know is that like creating your network can be the hardest thing. Finding your first couple customers is the hardest thing. So what are you good at that people know you for that you can kind of come up with the first couple people? Because once you get those and you can get testimonials, your business will grow faster. So for example, if you are looking at starting something online, you're like, I want that freedom or like, that's where I want to go. Then I would be looking at like, okay, so what do people know me for? Am I a great VA? And not to say that there's not a million VAs out there, but if I can be intentional about starting that business because I'm good at it, because I know people need it in my network and then be very intentional about asking them like, who else do you know? And getting that very personal touch. I think that's what will do well. The personal touch, a sense of community or a sense of knowing somebody and something that honestly is service-based. Like I'm, I personally just, again, like based on my risk tolerance, I am not going after a product-based business right now. I think that there's lots of challenges, not to say that there's not ideas that will come to me that will do very well, but I think that there's a lot of challenges and I'm just like, eh, I prefer to do things that are easier. And um, I think I will have more impact if I don't have a ton of roadblocks in my way. So that's my thought process on what I'm going after. I'd love to hear from you. What type of businesses are you starting? I'd love to, you know, chat, go through the different ideas, shoot me a DM or a voice note. I love like kind of working that out. The other day I got approached at my daughter's swimming lessons and we chatted for an hour. It was so much fun. Um, so don't hesitate to, you know, shoot me your idea. I want to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right, I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I wanna ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know, you want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.